I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. For better or worse, the relationship you had with your father, biological or otherwise, it can affect the way you view other relationships, particularly with men, throughout the rest of life. I know that sounds pretty heavy, isn't it? But evidence shows that how he treated you and the type of bond you had really does have a way of sticking around. In other words, you take that bond from your childhood into your adulthood and into your relationships. And guess what? Never is this more clear than when your father-child connection or lack thereof starts sabotaging your romantic relationships. So, if your dad was mean, distant, or absent, all that hurt can show up in unhealthy fights with your significant other, and you may feel 
clingy or argumentative or drawn to partners who are also mean, distant, or absent. It's really a recipe for disaster and can become quite the vicious cycle. So, my audience, a welcome back to To Be Honest, and a very warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Today's topic is how our fathers can affect our relationships. So, why does it all go down this way? Well, it all has to do with how your dad sets you up to view relationships. A father is the first male role model and relationship that a woman will ever have, right? So it makes a lot of sense when a woman will try to replicate it, whether it was a good model for her to see or it was one where she was constantly seeking approval. Now, mind you, it's entirely subconscious, and yet it happens anyway until a woman is able to break the cycle. First, she has to be self-aware, and then hopefully she'll seek help from a professional who can help her to heal childhood wounds. All right, so now I'm going to share with you some more signs and scenarios that your dad has affected your relationships. One of the common signs is you don't let people get too close. Why? Because not getting your dad's love hurts a lot, and that hurt can follow you around for a while, making you less likely to search for a partner. Having a poor relationship with your father may also lead you to not letting other men get close to you emotionally. So more often than not, you may find yourself acting standoffish or going into a shell. Either way, it can make dating or creating a healthy relationship pretty difficult. Another sign is you don't confide in anyone. Now, while self-reliance is a pretty great trait to have, it can go a bit overboard to the point where you don't trust anyone with your feelings. You might feel like you cannot confide in anyone, and therefore you tend to keep things bottled up. Unfortunately, that's not healthy for you and your relationship. The next common sign is you use sex to feel reassured. Now, I'm not referring to sex addiction, although it can lead down that path. Let's face it: a majority of us feels a bit more loved after having sex with their partner. So chalk it up to the closeness or connection, as well as all those hormones. But it can also sometimes cross over into unhealthy territory, such as addiction. This is especially the case when your self-esteem is based on whether or not a man wants you sexually. Let me be clear: sex isn't a healthy source of your self-confidence. Or self-esteem. So, if you find yourself using sex as a source of your self-confidence or self-esteem, soon it will lead to problems down the road, such as sex addiction. The next sign is that you hate being alone. 
going along with that fear of abandonment is the fear of being alone. The thought is so terrible that you find yourself sticking around in unhealthy relationships or bouncing from person to person. This is all due to reduced self-esteem, which will prevent you from moving forward into a healthy, fulfilling relationship. To be honest, it is a self-defeating cycle, and it can be detrimental to your psychological well-being. You have trouble committing. Well, are you surprised? Your first relationship, the one with your father, didn't go too well. So now you walk around expecting all other relationships to fail. Now, this type of thinking can cause you to be totally commitment phobic. The reality is that you have seen the fallout of bad relationships, and you want no part of it. Whether it's the way your father treated your mother, or they got divorced when you were really young, or your personal relationship with him, you just know what happens when things go badly. So this mindset can clearly sabotage your relationship. Next sign is you kind of resent all men. Somehow you have never witnessed a man who is a gentleman or loving. So you have grown to harbor some pretty low expectations, and may even say generalizing things such as "all men are the same" or "all men cheat." To justify your anger and resentment, you may find yourself picking fights or creating conflict in your relationship. If you think you have this sign, it's definitely something to watch out for. Another common sign is you go for men that are your father's age. Now, let me be clear: I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. If you look at Hollywood couples, right? The couples that have a big age gap and yet is still going strong is George Clooney and Amal Clooney. Seventeen years of age gap, and then there is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Eleven years, Jay Z and Beyonce. Twelve years, and Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi is fifteen years. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that if it's your thing. However, if it's done for unhealthy reasons, then this pattern can definitely lead to some problems. Particularly if you seek out men reminiscent of your father and expect them to compensate for that deficit in your relationship with your dad in some way. You see how that can get out of hand, right? Another sign is that you refuse to date anyone like your father. You may feel like you're over your dad's influence by choosing to date men who are his exact opposite. Well, it's a good plan in theory, but allowing him to taint your choices is still a sign that he is sabotaging your life. So. A choice to go opposite is still a choice based on daddy, and that does not always get you a healthy result. Next sign is you need constant reassurance. 
So if you grew up in an unsafe environment without any trust or reassurance, it makes total sense that you wouldn't expect anything different as an adult, right? Maybe you don't trust your partner, and in some severe cases, you don't even trust your best friends. So in romantic relationship, you constantly check their phone for signs of cheating. Or maybe you ask them to prove their love over and over again. Now, this can get exhausting and eventually the neediness may push your partners and best friends away, which will confirm your greatest fear. And that is you are unlovable and unwanted. Another sign is you assume all men are the same. Let's say your father was the worst. Then it makes sense why you might expect all other men or partners in general to be horrible too. Obviously, this viewpoint can color your relationships with future partners. And most likely, it will require a lot of brain rewiring to dissolve all these distorted beliefs. To be honest, that is not going to be an easy task without a professional's help because your father's influence over your impression of men to being just one example. Remember, when you are young, he is the example. And that alone can make a lasting impression. Now, the last common sign that I'm going to share with you here is you tend to be clingy. If you grew up without a father figure in the household or with a father who wasn't present or who didn't offer up any attention, then you might find yourself always expecting the worst. No doubt you may fear abandonment, expect rejection or constantly worry that your partner might leave you. Could you imagine with all that floating in your head, it will be damn near impossible to not feel clingy and codependent, which for obvious reasons can lead to all sorts of problems in your relationship, i.e. codependent relationship. All right, to sum it all up, fathers act as the main protector for daughters while they are growing up. Well, there are exceptions, and we are not talking about exceptions here. So therefore, if women had a good relationship with their fathers, they normally seek out men in romantic relationships that are similar. On the other hand, if a father was absent, mean, or abusive, those issues may come out in future relationships for the women who endured that treatment from their dads. Now, this can lead to feelings of abandonment, insecurity, and I mean a lot of insecurity, low self-esteem, and result in a fear of abandonment in romantic relationships, which can cause unhealthy attachments and problems with control and manipulation. Now, my audience, even if a father shows unconditional love to his daughter, difficulties with romantic partners can still arise. Remember the rule of exception. Everything has exceptions. So if a daughter views her father as the perfect man, she may look for someone who is just like him. 
setting her up for disappointment when no partner is able to live up to that expectation. To be honest, psychologists think that unconditional love and affection from both parents can make their child emotionally happier and less anxious. In other words, it's not just the father; the mother plays a role in this as well. Nevertheless, the parent-child communication influences how open you are in future relationships. There is a golden rule. Better parent-child communication means fewer psychological and behavioral problems of the child in adulthood. So, my audience, please pay attention and be aware. The more neglectful your father, the more attention you will seek and demand in adulthood. Let's say you have not received enough attention from your father. There's a high chance that you grow up feeling you are unwanted and unimportant to your father. As a matter of fact, a study showed that as an adult, you will seek attention or even demand it all the time, such as vying for a romantic interest's attention, and often have trouble in your love life. Well, my audience, fortunately or unfortunately. Your relationship with your father does affect your future romantic relationships in many ways. If it has not done so already, the reality is that if your father is absent from your childhood, physically, emotionally, or both, it may result in anger that can come back to the surface in your own relationship. So, understanding your specific relationship with your own father is the first step to gaining more insight into your current relations with romantic partners. Since this is a complex issue, I'm referring to the father issue. There is no practical tools when it comes to our subconscious. First, we have to bring it into the light with the help of a professional. For people who still wish to DIY, do it yourself. Well, let me caution you: the result that you hoped for will most likely be futile, and is based on bucket loads of research as well as my years of professional experience. So, my audience, if this episode speaks to you, please take immediate action. You can either contact me or find another professional that can help you. You are worthy of the love that you deserve and long for. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be psychologically healthy. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com. Mm-hmm.